It feels weird without Alex here. It does, doesn't it? It's um, I was going to try and make a joke of it to make her feel bad because I'm just evil like that. But actually, yeah, oh, I yeah, really miss of her. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss her. I miss her too. She just brings that very chaotic but loving but sexual but also very unsexual at the same time energy. I just feel lost without her. So Alex feel... isn't here for this episode this week. It's just Yasmin and I. Um, okay. And... Let's just hang on the fact that you just called Alex unsexual. <laughs> no, she's wholesome, <laughs> but also a whore. A wholesome whore. She's going to hate us. She's literally going to hate she us. She already does. I'm... Yeah. Welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay, and Yasmin Suman. Hey. <laughs> It's weird not introducing Alex, but hey. I know. I want to be like, woo, 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 woo. Alex is fine. She's not sick or anything. She's just moving house and she was just too busy for us. Okay, bye. Uh, yeah. so. She's actually left the podcast because <laughs> we were just too sexy for her. Too sexy. No, I'm kidding. She's moving house. She has uh, her shit together. <laughs> so Alex will be back on the podcast uh, next week. So don't worry about that. Um, so Yasmin and I had a think and we thought, right, let's do an episode that relates to us. And one of the things that came up is I'm the oldest of the podcast and you're the youngest. So what if we do like a bit of a comparison to what it's like being 22 and what it's like definitely not being 22 anymore? <laughs> and we asked you online and so many people got involved, didn't they? Oh my God, it was ridiculous. I didn't know that that many people were also having the same crisis I was at the same time so I feel really good guys I'm glad we're all in the same boat <laughs> see I asked all the um more mature folk and um mm. yeah so many people had so much advice to give and I think the biggest dream for most people is to be able to go back in time and talk to yourself when you were 22 and give yourself advice but the problem is a lot of the time when you're 22 you can't actually listen to that advice <laughs> that's it you don't take it in because people told me my parents told me stuff and things and I didn't take it in I was like yeah 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 well whatever I'm Sophie I'm 22 I'm gonna do what I want do I'm my cool thing. Do my I'm not thing. a milf yet but I will be one day <laughs> um just so you know at home I'm not a mum yet no. apart from to these two degenerates on the podcast um yeah <laughs> so I think maybe for just for context of people who are listening who aren't 22 your 22 is so much different to ours just from things like social media which has made a massive change like we didn't have my we've discussed this on the podcast before we didn't have my my space on your phone you didn't have things like that so you just if you logged into a computer and I didn't have my own laptop really it was something I did at work and so you just detached from social um, but that's oh not a God. life in which you live. You've constantly got this social presence, which I think is a good and a bad in so many ways. It's no, it's mostly bad. I would love to be. I wish I was a 90s kid. Hashtag vintage. <laughs> hashtag throwback. Hashtag you guys had it so good. No, I'm kidding. Um, you know, people in like kids in 20. 20- 2030 are going to be like oh my god i wish i was a 2010 kid they seem so cool and i'm gonna slowly die on the inside but um yeah no social media is my life like i don't remember a time in my teens when i didn't have social media like i had facebook at 13 and that was it and i've just always been online and that's really scary (laughs) 
so how would you describe your life as a 22 year old like what what is it so you've just graduated haven't you yes I graduated uni Woo! Yay. and you're in you've entered the job market in the kind middle of, of a pandemic yeah. yep mm-hmm. kind of in the job market I'm there not got a job but I'm there <laughs> if you had to give like a summary of what it's like being 22 what would you say it's such a shit age because like you're not 21 so you're not like woo I'm in my 20s now I'm gonna drink and party I'm an adult but you're not like old enough to be like I'm mature now I'm going to have kids and have a family 22 is the age of not knowing what the hell you're doing I I don't know I don't know I don't know whether I should go out and and do Jaeger bombs or like invest in property it's a very confusing time yeah super confusing yeah what would you say are your biggest fears about the future? <laughs> I know that's pretty deep. Like this is therapy right now. Although you don't get thanks you don't for get the, the three therapy. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get the healthy uh, the healthy responses. Your therapist just makes fun of you and is quite evil. Um, but yeah, what are your biggest fears? Because I remember when I was twenty two, I think my biggest fear for the future, and it's weird because I guess this is just a personality flaw because it stayed with me for many many years was that I wasn't achieving or doing enough and I should be more and I should be further and why aren't I here and everybody else seems to be doing better and why and why and why and why and I was putting so much pressure on myself that now I look back and I'm like Jesus Christ you were of course you weren't like I used to want these jobs that were way above my station but I kind of (laughs) thought that I could do them I was like yeah I should be I used to apply for, in telly, I used to apply for producing jobs rather than runner jobs. And if you're American, a runner isn't the same thing over here. It's like the runner is the person that gets tea and coffees. And then a producer yeah. is someone it takes you like 10 years to get to that role. But for some reason, I used to put this pressure on myself that I couldn't be anything but the best and achieve. But at the same time, I felt lost and didn't know which direction I should be going in whether I was going in the right direction it just felt like a lot of pressure you're just calling me out right now because this is literally <laughs> me when you said what are your fears I was like do you want to go to the long list of things going on right now no um I guess the pandemic really amplified that feeling though because when I left university because when I started university because I'm so panicked about like oh my god I need a job I started working in the industry Uh, at the start of university so when I left I did have jobs and contacts but I haven't got a full-time job and it really stresses me out and I can't because no one wants to hire me because of the pandemic so I'm yeah I'm just I I feel like I'm gonna die alone that's my biggest fear genuinely is that your biggest fear or is that like a gen z I'm I'm just over egging everything comment uh no I feel like it's I'm never gonna get a job and I'm never gonna like get anywhere and I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing like that is my biggest fear at 22 I feel like I just, because of the pandemic, I'm never going to be able to get a full-time job. I'm never going to, like, live anywhere outside of my parents' house. It's going to be, like, and it, the industry is hard to get into anyway, so I just feel like it's just hopeless. And that's <laughs> really, it's really, it's, it's, it's hard not to be. I think when you're not 22 anymore, um, and we'll get onto the topic of age and what it's like to get older and all of that a little bit later on, but... It's hard not to hear you talking about it and not instantly dismiss you or laugh at what you're saying, um, which is another form of dismissal. Um, Because I know this probably sounds impossible, but 
it's like, oh my God, you're, you've not even, you might be working in the entire wrong career as well. You might change your career at 30 and you'll still, say that you'll still be I young. Because I just spent so much money on a degree, Sophie, please. But you just <laughs> never know where your degree is going to lead you and what you're going to find. And, and that's just part of the journey. And I think for me, one of the things that I discovered with time is that you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now at any point in your life whether you're unemployed whether you're the whole time you're learning and so it was my dead-end job it was the boss at my dead-end job the boss i hated by the way um i was really scared of him um it was him that got me my first job in rock and he was nothing to do with rock he worked in like shopping telly oh really yeah and it was him that got me my job at team rock and it was it was weird how different jobs along the way and different experiences taught me different things that actually helped later on that I wouldn't have expected to have given me opportunities so you're exactly where you're supposed to be and you're having opportunities right now but you just don't know they haven't panned out yet because it's like someone's planted a seed and you can't see the tree that it's going to become but the seeds are just being planted as long as you're getting up and doing and and living well that's also a concern. I've had COVID twice. I don't think I'm going to live to see my 30s, but, but that's, you know. that's rare for a 22-year-old to even be thinking of that. Because oh, what, living past my 30s? No, just that's even most Gen questioning <laughs> death. Oh, no, I think a lot... This is a really, like, morbid thing to say, but I think a lot of Gen Zs question death a lot. Like, I can't think of a lot of people <clears throat> that I know who think they're going to live past 27, which is really yeah. sad, but, like... I just imagine the world's going to go into fire. But you've got to remember, people my age, people my age, (laughs) back in my day, Sophie. (laughs) I love doing that now. That's great. I got to do that to you. Um, We grew up in the height of terror attacks. And then, like, by the time I got... all sorts. Yeah. Like, Mm. 9-11, 7-11, like, all the bombings, all the wars. And then in my teen years, I had social media and cancel culture. And it's just been... um, pretty stressful so and climate change and the world ending and donald trump so you know i i don't see me living past 30 not to sound morbid to be fair people um my age also did that when they were younger i just didn't because i was too much of a control freak and i was too scared of death from a young age but that's from childhood trauma but um yeah i should do a show every time i mention that um but (laughs) i don't even drink anymore but um yeah, I think people, I think when you're in your 20s, you've kind of got this approach of life that you're going to live forever. So you treat your body as if you're going to live forever, but then you also approach life as if you're going to die young, because 27 seems really old. Yeah, 27 is, this is, I'm really sorry to everyone who's listening who's 27. That seems old to me because that's so many years away. Right, write like... this in your diary <laughs> and remember that I've said this, you are going to blink and you're going to wake up 27 and then you're going to blink and you'll wake up in your 30s and then you blink and you're heading towards 40 like what happens is it's really weird it's like time it seems like I remember when I was younger I used to make fun of people going oh my god they're so old and I'd be I'd be like making fun of 25 year olds when I was like 21 I'd be like oh my god they're so old Um, I do this with Pat (laughs) and it's not and the thing I think the thing you realise is that there's no such thing as age 
because everybody feels like whoa what the fuck happened where how the fuck have i got here i still feel like i'm 22 and i don't know what i'm talking about and people tend to get stuck at one age so mine is 28 that's why i was making fun of, of the age 28 i'm stuck at 16 <laughs> mentally you'll get another age though there'll be another age that comes along and it's normally in your 20s or early 30s and you just get stuck in it but from my perspective i think the really hard thing is um and it's interesting that we're talking about age because i don't really I don't talk about my age, I don't mention my age, I don't do anything like that because, and I'm always panicked because I've lost multiple, multiple big name jobs Mm. because somebody who was older than me would say that I'm uh, too old. And it's weird because it's like, to have to have the knowledge about rock and to get to the place where I'm at, you have to have put years under your belt, and then I don't know shit. <laughs> but then people want you to be in your. I, I think it's because, for some reason, since social media, I guess it's since social media came along, um, my lot, the millennials and the Gen Xers, um, are obsessed with youth. We're obsessed with not growing up. Like our parents used to, um, they'd get to say 22 and they'd start wearing blouses, but my generation is like the generation that carried on wearing t-shirts and listening to metal and still had kids but was still like a fuck up and and so what happened is that now people who are in these jobs are obsessed with people being super young and that doesn't it applies to other genres maybe but not to rock and metal but anyway that's a, that's a side topic so if i'm ever but that's cagey, a lot of pressure to put on young people because i don't lot. know what the fuck i'm doing and also if it was a contest of you like if we were both going to go for the same job you deserve it <laughs> like more you, than i do it's interesting that you say that you don't know what you're doing because i think at 22 i thought i knew everything i don't i literally don't i probably act like i know everything. <laughs> <laughs> i thought we'd go through some topics like career love and self and look through some of the topics the questions and comments that you sent in as well Ooh. at home um because really interesting um and i think the first one is career <sighs> yep Wait, did you get any responses for career? Because I got a lot, so you can you can start on this one. Weirdly, that wasn't something. Um, the only thing I had were like people saying things like, "I wish I knew how important it was to get on the property ladder." Um, if I could go back in time, I'd tell myself to invest in Bitcoin. Um, I got things like floss. Make sure you floss. But here's what's interesting: is hardly anyone in their 30s talked about career um it's because the reason i think it might be is because you've had all this pressure right you've gone to school going to school is about getting your a levels or your gcse's whatever so it was like it was always like okay i need to get to do my first qualifications into out of high school then i need to get out of high school i need to go to um university or college as you say in america and then it's like i come out of university so you're in this mindset and i guess as you come out of college you've got this mindset of i have to have a career and i have to Mm. achieve it now and time is running out the clock is running out and there's this whole like mentality because that's what you've had all through school but yeah career just as long as you work hard it's weird because that's the that's the mentality that motivates you but as long as you work hard career just happens you just say it's it's all it's accidental you just fall into it and opportunities come and then you turn down some that you regret and you take others it just happens i've had such 
like a variety of responses. Okay. Um, so there was someone saying, if other people get paid for it, don't do it for free. True. True. Um, you can work hard and achieve, but it all comes down to luck and knowing the right people, which is really true. Oh, wait, and, um, so these are people giving you advice. How old are these people, by the way, if you click on their In profile? their 20s. These people are in their 20s. So that's what I find interesting, and that goes back to people in their 20s thinking they know it all. <laughs> like, people say, oh, I don't know it all, but they're giving advice about being in your 20s because I'm going to combat that. Yes, you shouldn't work for free. Yes, you should get paid. But actually... You won't get anywhere if you don't take up. If you work in an industry like ours, you have to work for free. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, you do. I you really do. At the level I'm at, did a job for free in 2020. I did a job for I free. I do free jobs now and I don't have to. Yeah. But because it gets it gets you I don't have contacts. I've never had contacts and I've actually never had friends that helped me get ahead as such. I've never been in the right crews. So that meant yeah. I had to do jobs for free to show my work ethic um mm. and so yes that kind of advice i'm just saying you have to make your own decisions but go on carry on there was one that said uh wait till you're older to get a job once you start you won't stop uh for the next 70 years be a child <laughs> that's what someone said okay well and that's someone else in their 20s i think so yeah most of the people who follow me are in their 20s but yeah everyone was just like just enjoy life jobs suck yeah and i feel that because yeah jobs are hard i think that's a really hard thing to say to someone though like it's like no one sets out going i'm no one goes i'm actively trying to not enjoy life yeah it it just happens like you get put into predicaments that you can't really control and people say oh just enjoy it but i feel like that's um that's ignoring your feelings about what you're really feeling at the moment because the people right. are going and then it makes you feel worse because you're not enjoying it you're just you're 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 not enjoying it and you don't know what you're doing and people are saying just enjoy it so it's like is everyone enjoying it but i'm not enjoying I it i feel bad because i can't enjoy life and it's like well what do i do do i enjoy my life and not get a job in the industry or do i get a job in the industry and be miserable but i won't enjoy my life last i have a job like i just i feel bad because i'm not in my 20s and vibing I'm just getting a job and it's like, I just don't know what to do. So what, what is enjoying life in your 20s? What does that look like to you? Um, Travelling, which I can't do. Partying, which I can do now because the restrictions have lifted. Um, and just like taking as many opportunities as I can. I think that's the thing for me. And I feel like I am. I'm doing that. But I'm just really stressed. I don't want to be this stressed. Like I, I want to go travel and lie on a beach and roast like a pig. That happiness doesn't actually for some people especially people who have had hard lives that happiness often doesn't come until you're older oh okay it doesn't come until you're older because here's some of the comments that um so we'll stick with career sorry we'll stick with career um and i'll I'll read some of those other comments but yeah uh we got some other side ones things like don't get married (laughs) yeah a lot of them were like don't give any time for a boy who doesn't respect your worth and a lot of about sexuality as well a lot of people really? in their 20s saying i wish i'd have known sooner that it's okay to be non-binary or like to be open about my sexuality and that you know i shouldn't i shouldn't be upset if people don't accept me because i found people who do kind of thing so i'm really happy i'm good glad that gen z's are yeah. confident and queer i think it's fake i'm not gonna what? lie no no, no no i don't mean it's fake that they're um they're their sexuality struggles what i'm what i mean is that i feel like there's this whole culture at the minute of 
you've got to love yourself. You've got to love yourself. You've got to love yourself. And people know in theory, you've got to love yourself. You've got to enjoy life. You've got to not date guys who treat you like shit. Everyone knows these things. It's like, it's yeah. not a revelation. But because it's become so pushed on social, people then say it. But I challenge anyone who said those things to genuinely feel it in their heart. Yeah, because you can say, love yourself, treat yourself, self-care, but I don't, I don't love myself. And then you feel bad. You're like, oh, yeah, I don't love myself. I'm sorry that I don't love myself and I'm not living my best life. I'm actually really terrible right now. Am I the only one that's feeling yeah. this way? That's, and that's <laughs> why we're doing me? this episode. It's because I think in, when you're 22, you often feel like you're putting on this veneer of, I'm okay, I'm doing well, I'm actually really well. And everyone sees the veneer and thinks you're doing okay. Because that's what you're putting out there. But actually, yeah. deep inside, you're struggling. <laughs> Baby, I'm always struggling. Life is a struggle. <laughs> I, at least, but the thing is, though, I'd rather be candid about that. Like, I think being, this is such a weird thing to say, being emo has made me more expressive because I'm just yeah. allowed to be sad all the time. And maybe that's a bit problematic if I ever want to be happy. But... Like, right now, I don't want to pretend that I'm happy. Because I'm not. Like, life sucks. I've had COVID twice. I can't get a job in the industry. I want to embrace that. I want to reel in the sadness. Yeah, that's it's okay to be sad. Yay! That's it. I'm going to be depressed for the rest of my life now, Sophie. I hope you're happy. <laughs> it's just okay not... It's just not okay to sit in it. That's what my friend always says. It's okay to be sad, okay. but it's just not okay to sit in it. So... Well, I've got front row seats in it, so I don't, I don't know what to do. Let's move on to the next topic then, because the next topic is love. And I think this is an interesting one. Love when you're 22 versus when you're over 30s. And we'll talk about partners, friends and family in this one. Um, yes. Oh my God, I was so bad at dating at 22. I was so bad at dating until more recently. I'd pick... I didn't know... Because I came from a family where it was a very dysfunctional family. So I didn't know what love looked like. So what I would do is I would date people who, and I didn't realize this until I did a lot of therapy and stuff. Mm. I would date people who were familiar. And it was familiar for me to be with someone who ignored, my, like emo ignored my emotions, took me for granted, who tried yeah. to control me. All of those yeah. things. And so when I dated those people, I'd go, that's what love looks like, obviously. Because yeah. that's all I've ever known. And actually, when people would try and be nice to me, I'd be like, Ugh, you're making me feel sick. Get off me. <gasps> yeah. Stop overcrowding me. Because I didn't know how to deal with people showing me true love. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something you have to go through in your 20s if you've ha ever had like stuff in your childhood like learning those lessons like so some of the comments that i got here from robert's been a little depressed this is a great one um robert said i wish i knew what a red flag was i oh wish my i God, knew yes isn't that a, that's a big one we talk about red flags but do you know what they are i wish i knew that i had to be the one to make a change in my life and that it wasn't going to happen to me that's powerful that is good because people always blame others in the relationship but yeah. you know what the hardest thing i had to realize was that i am sometimes the problem in my relationships i cheated because at 22 i'm, I'm in a long-term relationship so yeah. i don't think i've had the 22 dating experience of sleeping around and doing all that fun stuff but like even in the relationship that i'm in now that i'm very happy in I've had to learn that sometimes it's not everyone else's fault that I'm unhappy. It's me. And yes. I'm a problem in my relationship. And I'm actually 
a little bit toxic myself and I need to get it together. So family is always a big one um, because I think appreciate And I got a lot of messages because I, when I tweeted, I said, people over 30, uh, what have you learned? And quite a few people said, oh, talked about family and said, enjoy your family now because they won't be around forever and you'll regret time that you haven't spent with them. And so that Ooh. was pretty, that was pretty beautiful. Um, I got the opposite, but go on. You've had the opposite. Some response. I got the opposite. What, you had responses. people saying, don't hang out with your family, go just get pissed off with your mates. It was like, don't let your family control you, don't let your family oh. dictate how you feel if you, like, if your family don't approve of who you are and how you are. Because Gen Z are very, like, bold and open, I think. Yeah, you all maybe... like, fuck it, fuck family. Yeah. But that's but, essentially uh, what we did with rock and metal. That's what grunge and, and rock and all of those movements were about. It was going, fuck society, Ooh. fuck your family, and they're Ooh. Christians, and I'm going to dress this way. Like, I hate this town. It's so fucked up. And, and, and we weren't new to that. Like, we weren't new because our parents had done it in the 70s, and they'd had the era of, like, free love and sleeping around and, and dressing in hippie clothes. And then in the 50s, before that was when teenagers were born and teenagers started wearing different clothes to their parents and so and in the 20s you go back and there was all of a sudden there was these like short hemlines short haircuts there was all of these rebellions and every single one thinks they're new and that they're they're doing it for the first time but actually it's been done before they've done it before you they've done it before you and they've done it to their parents and then it just you cycle goes on cycle but goes i think on. it's interesting that most of the 20 year olds i've spoken to like what i've spoken to i think it's interesting that most of the 20 year olds who wrote into me said that like don't let your parents control your life but most of the 30 year olds that have written to you yeah have said appreciate your parents while you can yeah exactly because the things that seem controlling like aren't they're really not they're really not like i find it really hard every time i speak to you yasmin try, I, I want to tell you to stop drinking energy drinks and be like can you stop drinking energy drinks can you please make sure you're eating three healthy meals a day make sure you're getting five a day like all of that kind of stuff i'm like you need to look after your immune system and i have to hold it in because it's like (laughs) that's the kind of shit that people think is controlling right yeah i mean you're right but i like red bull too much there you go please don't sue us red bull i don't know if i need to mute that out i love you red bull i've worked with you i love red bull red bull's great ignore sophie i fucking love red bull water is also like Red Bull now and again, Coke now and again, like whatever you want to drink now and again, water is God. Red Bull is God. Sponsored by Red No, I'm kidding, that's a joke. And this but is if Red Bull do want to sponsor us, I'm just saying. And I think I think what I would say, I think from all of the messages that came through is if your parents are toxic, if your parents are have been abusive, if they have if there's been sexual abuse if there's been mm-hmm. emotional abuse and when i say emotional abuse like were you called names were you um oh, if there's physical abuse were you beaten those kind of things distance yourself from your parents i'm not saying you need to get close to people who are toxic and bad for you oh, but yeah. if you know deep down that your parents love you give them a bit of slack they just don't understand they just yeah. don't understand and they they love you and everything they say is because they love you it's just not coming out right because they don't understand such a boomer because he'll be like i i I understand that you're doing the journalism but when are you going to be a doctor and i'm like dad this is my full-time job and he's like right but 
I don't understand the internet. When are you going to be a doctor? I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> my mum did this. I've never me. been a doctor. <laughs> I got my first job in in TV um, in in London, and I was I was 22 years old, and I was moving down to London. And I was so excited, and she went, "Uh huh." Now, when are you going to get a job at the BBC? I know. And oh, I was my like, dad says this all the time. I was like, why do I need to work for the BBC to be valid? What about, say, um, body image? Because I think that's a big thing. I think I'm very privileged because I've never... Well, I had anorexia when I was younger. But, right. like, I never really... In my 20s, it's kind of like a... Like, my body's changing, but... I'm okay with that. Like my boobies are getting bigger. I've got a little tum tum. I've got a lot of um, like extra fat on my thighs. But I think I've found a good way to cope with that, which is if I don't like an area, I'm just gonna get it tattooed and then I love it. Like I hated <laughs> so the bottom of my legs. That's yes. what I did. I got tattooed over things that I hated so that I'd yes. love them. Yeah. All my self harm scars. I'm like, where are they now? Under this sexy tattoo. But um, yeah, no. A lot of the parts of my body that I don't like, I now get tattooed because it just makes me feel better but I think uh, for a lot of younger Gen Z's the problem is that Facetune is so yes. accessible and so popular like I used to Facetune the fuck out of my pictures I used to change my eyebrows I used to change my eye colour it was really bad I did that as well but yeah it was bad mm. it was, I like that's the problem when you're in your 20s you feel like you have to post online all the time and just show people that you're alive and having a good time and because of that you feel like you have to look good all the time and feel good all the time but I don't look good and feel good all the time I'm it's a burden being this sexy no it's a burden being me it's just a lot and I feel so much I feel so much pressure to just be like hi everyone I'm alive and I'm actually really great and my 20s are so great when they're not they're terrible see that's I think that's a common theme that runs through because I always wanted to be skinny and I tried everything I um I do not have a skinny frame but my mum was a model and so she had like a 22 inch waist wow she had probably had eating disorders she was an alcoholic as well so i think she drank instead of eating um yeah but i used to aspire to that and i've cried myself to sleep on many occasions because i wished i could be i had the strength of will to be anorexic how sad is that wow that's awful um and i i i'm not don't think if you are anorexic i'm minimizing your experience it was just a form of my body dysmorphia and how it came about from the pressures that my parents put me under to be slim so i ended yeah. up um because i couldn't do it i tried eating toilet paper that didn't really work for me i went oh my on God. i know i went on diet pills Ew. but i didn't sleep for two weeks so i thought right it's time to come off those i used to work out excessively all of these things and people always said this to me but i never listened you will never be your body will never be as as slim and as tight and as good looking yeah. as it is in your 20s and yet you look back and you go at the time I was like I have to be thinner I have to be thinner I have to be thinner and all I did over the years was put on weight because I was as thin as I got yeah but I think like a lot of millennials I see how diet culture affected millennials yeah. in the early 2000s so it's it's definitely worse for a lot of Gen Z's but I think you either saw it happen to millennials yeah. and you've you know got through that yourself or you're a victim to that in an even worse way because social media is amplifying that and it's making you feel even worse because you need to face tune yourself all the time moving on to self-worth some of the some comments we got from people who were 30s plus were just things about self-love and they were all about self-worth if i flick through now 
um ask for help instead of trying to do things on your own um yeah it's okay to be yourself and embrace the weird someone said uh, this is metal metal medicine it's okay to be myself and to embrace the weird in me also save money and don't drink it all away ha 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 um big money paid so it's not critical to know the path um it's not critical to know the path you're taking make sure you enjoy every second of the journey you'll regret it if you don't um again that that thing it comes back to that thing of enjoying it but um I got somebody who was in their 50s getting in touch, which was interesting. And they said, things I wish I knew, never diminish yourself in order to be accepted or acknowledged by anybody. Yeah. And we've kind of covered that with friendships and career. Um, This way, the right people will connect with you and the wrong ones will go away or at least will reveal themselves for who they are. are. Mm -hmm. Mm. Also, see as much of the world as you can. Yep. Perfect age for traveling because you don't have a lot of attachments yet. And it'll broaden your mind soul. Do you know, I think what you've just said is right, that like your 20s is miserable because with most of the people who've wrote in, even just about self-worth, are coming to the realisation themselves of what you've said. So like someone wrote in and I think they said that, you know, you've not all your friends are going to be your friends in a few years. Yeah. Someone else wrote in like, um, God, there were so many, like, how do I be confident? How do I embrace my sexuality? How do I love myself? Like that, we got a lot of comments or I got a lot of comments from 20 year olds who were also either coming to the realization of, oh, friends are fake and I hate myself or how the fuck do I even love myself in the first place? So um, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> do you know what that comment though? because you just said two things there two questions that i found very interesting how do i embrace my um sexuality and how do i love myself yeah and i think that comment that i got anonymously through messages is a very interesting one for someone in their 50s because they're right the more comfortable you become with yourself and the better you get at setting boundaries going i will not do that you're diminishing my you're doing this isn't a boundary it's a wall and the more comfy you get with You'll learn it. You just have to... Setting a boundary is about your energy and everything. But do studies on boundaries. It's very good to read books on it. I had to. Um, the more comfortable you get with yourself, the more of your own people you attract. Okay. Should we do a words of wisdom? Wait, words of wisdom is someone who's 20? Or I don't know, shit. Yeah, words of wisdom for someone like at 20. Coming into their 20s. Also, at uh, 22, like, what your words of wisdom are for yourself now? Um, Stop caring as much. That is, honestly, I feel like that will solve a lot of my problems if I just stop caring as much and I stop being so hard on myself because I work so hard and I'm still, like, I'm not as far ahead as people and I try so hard with people who don't give a shit about me and I just beat myself up all the time. I need to fucking chillax and go lie in the sun for a bit. <laughs> and then you're going to give yourself a hard time for not chilling and not stopping caring yep <laughs> yeah i am all right but i will say though like yeah. the one thing is uh you don't figure it out to your 30s that's something i've realized very quickly that i'm just not going to figure it out for a few years and that's okay and you don't know that you figured it out when you hit 30 you okay, still think great. you don't know what you're doing but actually life is happening ah okay that's fun so you always <laughs> feel like you don't know what's going on that's how you always feel for life but not as bad as it is in your 20s that's really fucking okay. stressful um <laughs> my words of wisdom would be write yourself some affirmation post-it notes and i know i've said this on another episode before i'm big into this um 
Unstick them to your mirror and say them to yourself every time. I'll try. That might, might be too work, hippie. But I'll try. It's too fucking hippie. It's too fucking hippie for for twenty two year olds. <laughs> You're just like I'm gonna drink Jaeger and hope this goes away because I feel so numb. Yeah. No, that was me last night. I, I was <laughs> oh drinking a lot, and I woke up in the morning and I was like, I'm fine. Woo! I can do that again. Wow. I have that when I'm in my thirties. That was a comment. Someone said, um, "Drink as much as you can in your twenties because hangovers start getting bad from 30. Oh yes. I mean, no, because I don't want to be an alcoholic, but yes. (laughs) I hope people enjoyed this. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, this has been a good episode. This has been like free therapy for me. It's been like really, I think we've been quite open in this. Yeah, I like it though, because I I think it's two ends of the scale and Alex is somewhere in between us. She's just vibing between us both. Yeah, Alex is like... probably the worst. Sometimes, sometimes wise, sometimes lost, sometimes feels old, sometimes feels too young. Alex is just like... Alex is caught in some middle stage. Yeah. Not excited to be there. And the funny thing is, I'll make fun of Alex and be like, haha, you're 26. That'll be me in three years. And it makes me want to vomit. God, three years is nothing. I know. Please don't say that. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we'll be back next week with Alex and her special... I was going to say blue blue sauce. I don't know what that means. I just was trying to say blue hair or her... We'll be back. She's got a blue aurora. I turned my aircon off and it's really hot in my flat. Yeah. We'll be seeing Alex <laughs> next week. Where's Wilson? Is he okay? Wilson's okay. He's asleep. He's still pissed off at me. I put him in. Basically, I took him to the seaside um, and I put him in the sea and he swam. He can swim. I held him so he didn't drown. Um, but just to see if he could swim. And he swam back to shore. Um, and then I did it again because it was cooling him down. It's a super hot day. And. He then proceeded to dry himself on my clothes, which were on the beach, and then wouldn't talk to me. He sat with his back to me. Um, he threw a tantrum about the fact I put him, made him swim. Aww. So my dog hated me for half a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will we'll be back next week with Alex, and um, I don't know. She's just I'm just missing that spice, you know, that extra bit of Spicy. weird sexual energy. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. You can follow us. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. Look at me being organized. Yeah, check it out. When Alex isn't here, I'm I'm on it. Um, She just brings that chaotic energy. You know, you're going to have so much fun editing this episode. It's going to be so easy. It's going to be so easy. It's going to be so easy without (laughs) chaos. Um, (laughs) Without me and Alex just taking the piss. Okay. So you can follow us on at we wear black pod on twitter and instagram yeah and you can follow me at, at yasmin suman x on tiktok and twitter and at yasmin suman on instagram sophie i am sophie k on twitter and instagram i am sophie kx on tiktok that's it oh, that feels weird not doing that with alex I know. Oh, go follow Ugh, alex i am alex holcomb i think no Is alex it... plays punk no we but should know I am... this wait wait We've done Alex this podcast for months and we don't know what Alex's handles are. Okay, <laughs> if you scroll down in the written bit, sorry, Alex, scroll down, you'll see Alex's handles. For Please socials. go follow her because I feel bad. <laughs> this is, hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode. It'll be fine. Oh my God, please. Anyway, yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs> see you later. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.